Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is April 24th, 2020, uh, quarantine day 40, and you're here with uh, Pendejo Diaries, Colin Poppy. You know, this is, we're, we're working on a title. This is our, uh, this is our pilot episode. Um, yeah, both, both of those won't be the name. I'll, I'll show you that. Don't, okay. don't bank on that. But right, I mean, I got, it's a start. It's a start. All right, I got the veto, guys. Um, <laughs> but okay, so. Let's start off with some introductions, shall we? Big Matute. Yeah, my name is Victor Matute. Um, you know, I'm just out here for a good time. I'm with my friend Arn. We are doing this because of the quarantine. We were actually planning to do this during the summer, but the quarantine, I guess, just moved this up a bit, which is maybe a blessing in disguise. No complaints about that. But um, yeah, this isn't the quarantine radio that you'll see, you know, on Tory Lanes is uh, live or anything like that. No one will be shaking their butts around here, but we'll try to keep you guys entertained as much as we can. We'll you, can't promise that. you can't promise him that right now on the pilot. Exactly. Well, you know, we're trying, you know, to the four people that actually listen to this. We'll see uh, <laughs> if we get to keep their attention for this long. Uh, okay. So we got, we got Big Matut. Uh, we got Lil Matut downstairs. And <laughs> I'm Arn, Arn Shu. My friends call me the shoe chef, you know, I keep it cooking in the kitchen, you know what it do. Daddy does. Um, let's see. Well, I'm back in Miami. Usually I'm in, uh, right now I'm, you know, based in Toronto, whatever. I'm a student there studying piano. Um, and, and I'm back for quarantine. Life is weird. Life is good. Um, I'm blessed to be healthy. I think Vic's healthy. At least he- I'm doing yeah. my best. Mm-hmm doing my best you know i went kind of through my britney uh, spears phase right now i just caught all my hair off because it was getting too wild and my barber just wasn't responding so you know i had to do Boy, something about it. you got that bald head right now oh no it's very i mean you guys won't be able to see it but it's uh it's low it's this is the first time i've ever done this before it's bad dang you're looking like burton guster <laughs> oh shit <laughs> no reason to bring that up right now my bad my bad no, you're still you're cute good. though uh you're good you're good so, how, how, how's quarantine been for you? How, how's life changed? Where were you before quarantine? Where are you now? Well, before quarantine, I was pretty much um, just getting my school stuff done, working. It really hasn't changed much, except that now everything is remote. Um, thankfully, everyone in my household is still working, so we're pretty lucky about that. I'm still working. Mm -hmm. um, so nothing major has changed. Just I guess I'm trapped in my house with my family a little more, which sometimes irritates me. For the for, for the most part, I love these people. Um, they yeah. don't, you know, you get to really just connect with them a little more. You get to appreciate their company a little more. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people are going through tough times, so I'm pretty lucky to feel like we're still holding up pretty well. And really, nothing's changed too much except for like i said the remote learning for school at least and mm -hmm. i guess everyone just staying at home for the most part which guys stay at home stop going to your friend's house stop just leaving your house for anything that you don't need to leave for please yep. let's try to get out of this healthy the point yep. of this this quarantine is to really just stay home and get healthy and don't catch this virus because i think our numbers just went up to fifty thousand yesterday 50, deaths. deaths. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. So it's getting, it's getting crazy. We still haven't peaked. So yeah, know, we, we, we have new cases like every day, like 200 new cases in Miami, at least Miami Dade. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting pretty bad here. It's getting pretty yeah. bad, you know, and I feel like a lot of people aren't really listening to the guidelines and people are just doing whatever they want. And, and you know, it's not about you all the time, you know, it's about everyone around you, you know, maybe you're healthy, but even the healthy people are catching it and they're passing away from it. It seems like. 
Yeah, so. there's some people who can take it. And then there's like, you know, the people they interact with, you know, their loved ones, their abuelas, they can't take it. Uh, they can't take it, you know? Exactly. Every time you step out the house, just think about, you know, the people that you love and who could get affected and who could really greatly get hurt from this. Exactly. And and in, in the end, I think, you know, if we if we all stay inside, uh, you know, do our part, it's going to it's going to resolve a lot faster. Yeah, I think it's, you know, maybe this won't all get um, it seems like this won't all get resolved until there's a vaccine in place, which that might take a long time. But, you know, it's just part of part of the deal. We're trying to get out of this the best way possible. We're going to take a lot of hits, but. You know, it's part of being human. We have to be resilient, I feel like. And we just have to really listen to the experts on this. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, me, I'm, I'm at home. And I definitely feel you about that cabin fever. You know, things are getting a little out of hand. Yo, I, let, I let my brother cut my hair last week. And, like, I was sitting outside. And he's, you know, he's cutting up the back. And I see the clipper fly off in front of me. And there's this big patch in the back of my head, man. Honestly, he did a good part for the most part. I saw that little, it looks like a piano, actually. I saw It looks that. like a piano, yeah. So, hey, it's fitting. It's fitting to you. It's beautiful. You know, it's a, your little uh, stamp, I guess. I guess, but I have to go. I have to see that man every day across the dinner table, knowing he did me like that. He did me no, dirty. <laughs> he did a good job for the most part, though. It came out good. I guess, you know, but there's a lot of people in this house right now. We have, like, seven people, and, uh, you know, uh, luckily, my parents are able to work. Um, but for, for me, all my gigs this summer were canceled. I, I had a offer to go, um, I was going to get a contract as a pianist in Italy. I was planning on working at some like nice conservatories and music camps in Miami. Um, but all, all those are canceled and I have one lesson online right now, but, um, that's it. And, and. For school, I don't have any like online classes to check in with anymore. I finished one paper today, and I said, "Screw it, let's do the let's do the podcast today." And I'm, I got one more, uh, kind of an interesting topic. It's about like Debussy and symbolism, and I don't know. And besides that, I quarantine has been nice. I've been able to come back home. Um, I have a piano in the house, so I don't have to like walk and and practice and do all this kind of stuff and it was getting cold in Toronto. I left. It was like 30 degrees. I got back. It was like 90 degrees. And I'm, you know, stripping off layers. I look like, I look like a stripper at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry to hear that, Arn. I mean, it's a setback, but I mean, hopefully we come out of this strong, you know, that's, that's what I'm hoping. Um, it's tough. It's tough. Cause like I said, uh, pretty, for the most part, I'm happy that your parents are still be able to work for, right now. That's, that's a big hit if they wouldn't be. And I'm sorry that you have to, I, you were telling me about your Italy, um, move earlier this, and you were so, you were so, um, excited about it. And it's kind of tough to kind of take that hit, but hopefully by the end of this, you'll still have the opportunity. And I'm sure like the way we're with your work ethic, I'm sure there's going to be more to ride, come up afterwards anyway. I hope so. I hope so. I haven't stopped, you know, practicing, but we'll get there. We'll get there. But on that note, the Toronto note, I just wanted to tell you, I don't think I've told you yet, but that Toronto trip when I went to go up and visit you was my favorite by far. I fell in love with the city. Oh, yeah? I am, yeah, I fell in love with the city. Um, out of everywhere that I've traveled, I haven't really traveled much yet. Um, I've traveled, I've left the country once to Colombia actually this past winter, but out of all of my trips, the only place where I think like I could actually live here, it was Toronto. I love it. I love the culture. I love the people. Mm-hmm. I love the energy that everyone just exuded. They were genuinely nice guys. Canadians are 
the perfect people. Like they are genuinely nice <laughs> people. They're receptive people. They will welcome you with open arms. When we first got there, I think I've, I've told on this story like five times, but yes, when we first got there, some people, they saw us, um, a dude actually at the airport, he saw us lost. We we're taking a little tram am back to like, um, I think outside of, to get out of the airport and he saw us lost and he guided us all the way to where we had the bus station we had to. And then when we were on the bus station, we looked lost again, me and my friend, Jose, we were lost and um, some girl just randomly came up to us like, you guys look lost, blah, blah, blah. And she directed us. She actually took us. She walked us to the bus. She went out of her way. Like she got off like five stops after where she was supposed to just to go help us. And those things, the first day I got there, those things like really like left the mark on me. And every person I talked to after that were just super friendly. They were just lively people. They were just happy to be alive, honestly. And that's that's an energy that I love. And also, I guess um at this part of time in my life too, I like the energy that a city brings. I mean yeah. so you know we're kind of used to living like in some suburbs or quiet areas. So like that like I think the liveliness that a city brings is also it's great. It's great. Yeah it's absolutely well I think you came on a good day for one. You met some you met some good people uh yeah. at the time you came. For me um like People ask me, like, what Miami's like, what kind of city it is. And, you know, it's the people in Toronto are asking me this. And it's such a different city. You know, everything's spread out. There's something every corner for anything. One of, one of the bad parts is you have to drive, like, 40 minutes to get anywhere. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's we, we listen to some good music in the car. You know, we bumped that ox. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's <laughs> more time to bump the ox. That's all it is. Exactly. Um, but, actually, in Toronto, like, um, I caught some people – not I, I agree with you on the most part most people are very nice like and i interpret them as like good people honest people for the most part but like some some people within the school like i i caught them you know talking and they they kind of pinned me as like an f boy oh okay because for you're from miami you know it's a different vibe i know i i think they just read the vibe wrong i didn't really i never did went out of my way to do anything wrong to anyone um, if it helps you sleep at night Arn, you're the last F-boy that I know, bro. You're actually the most wholesome Miami guy out here, but I guess they just read it wrong. Man, Vic, you're, you're wholesome. <laughs> That's a conversation for another day. But um, All right, episode two, come back, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I mean, it is what it is, you know. People will say whatever they want. No matter where you are in the world, people will talk. Like, that's just, it is what it is, you know. No yeah, yeah. To that. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, you bring a different energy just from being from Miami. Even though you're wholesome here, people might see you different over there because you're a little louder than everyone else. You're a little more outgoing. It's just, sure. it's going to perceive you differently. So that's okay. Yeah, I think it was just outgoing. I was comfortable, like, goofing around with, like, anyone. Exactly. Like, some people came, some, like, these people were coming into my house. Like, my roommate's friends and, like, you know, it's my house. Like, I was, I was joking around, like, I made him a quesadilla and, and then, you know, I'm joking around and then the next day they get to school and, uh, I hear them, you know, throwing shade or hearing them, seeing them both, both of, yeah. There's some Degrassi stuff going on here, man. What's, what's I know, I, what, man, it's music school. I'm too old for that. They're, all no, these undergrads. I love that. <laughs> I got, I got at my degree. Shit. Oh, my bad, Vic. What's up? Forgot to ask, um, how are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I was able to, you know, being in Toronto, being away from home, I was able to, you know, get some stuff done. I started dating a little bit. Um, okay, all right. How was that? The one thing I learned, you know, no, 
no one has better posture than a five seven guy dating a five seven girl. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, bro. Been, it was fun. I know you're kind of new to this, so this is something new, and it's honestly it's in a different city, so it's a lot mm-hmm. more exciting. You have a lot well, more, I guess, freedom. Exactly. Well, I mean, I think downtown Toronto, like, uh, I'd, I'd say around 50% of the population is like students living around there. So, you know, they're all, they're all vibing to a degree, different degrees, but, um, you know, mm-hmm. Miami, you know, everyone's living at home. Everyone, a lot of people commute. Um, they're not like, uh, looking for the same, same experience and it's not the same kind of city. So I was able to date and I went, I went on a few dates and, um one of the one of these girls kept calling me short king oh wow that's one of the girls you were dating yeah i would have left oh, right there i'm gonna be straight up no I mean, way she's disrespecting me like that Come on. <laughs> i mean i gave it back she i gave it back but okay. all right all right that's what you like you know i don't know it, it was fun it was fun but uh yeah we'll save that for you know episode three or four we'll get there episode three or four Tune let's see if we get words. out of this one Oh yeah, how are we doing so far? Pretty good. Wait, this is a technical difficulty right now. Dang. Wait, cause Zoom only gives you forty minutes to talk. I think we got ten more minutes. Yeah, we have ten more minutes, so we have to wrap this up. Yeah, that's fine. We'll we'll finish this in ten minutes. Okay. All right. You know, pilot one technical difficulties. It happens. Hopefully it's it's we'll part of the process. It. It's part of the it's process. Part of the process, man. It's part of the process. I think we're doing good so far. Yes, sir. Oh, but I'm in the current state. Of, go ahead. No, in the current state of things, Miami has just drafted Tua Tagalova. Tua Taga. Whoa, hold up! Don't say it wrong. That's my quarterback. Don't disrespect him like that. All right, Tua educate Tago us. Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. It's easy. Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Say it with us. Yes. Tua Tagovailoa. That is the future of this franchise. Don't worry about his injuries. This is the NFL. It's a violent sport. Everyone gets hurt. That hip mm-hmm. injury had freak incident. That Those ankle injuries do scare me a little bit, but I think if he's a smart guy, he will know how to play to his strengths. He's a very accurate quarterback. I think he has yes. a head to bring this franchise to, to – just to make this franchise a winning franchise again. This is the happiest I've been to be a Dolphin fan since I remember. I started watching the Dolphins probably – in around 2007 around there you know my parent my dad really is was he's a he's not from here so he was more of a soccer guy he got me into basketball baseball football was the last sport we kind of integrated in mm-hmm. but ever since then we uh we've been very mediocre gone to the playoffs twice but this is the most excited i've ever been for this team Tua really is giving me genuine hope he's a baller yes well talk, talk to us I, more about the draft and by us i mean um, I watched like you know the first Miami pick, and then I went on I went on a little run. Well, um, to make it clear, I mean, as long as as far as Miami goes, I think we drafted an O line. He looks like he has a lot of potential. He seems like he needs to get a little stronger though. He's a very athletic dude though. He's very um swift on his feet, very quick guy. Uh, he's not as like I said. He not, he needs to get a little stronger. He's still young. He's twenty. He was like the youngest dude in the draft, which I like. Oh that means gosh. you can develop him. Yeah, he's twenty years old, coming in, getting being a first round pick. So the guy has talent, for sure. Um, so I hope he he starts, you know, getting onto the team because it looks like he might kind of have he might need some time to develop. And the last guy was a corner, which I really don't know nothing about. I kind of did my research on him afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, very athletic guy though. His parents were like both track stars. Like they were a li- almost. I don't know if they were Olympians. 
or they were like on the verge of being Olympians. They're like Nigerian like track stars. So like these people, they flew. So, you know, normally when an athlete comes from a family that's sports oriented, they have the right mindset. They're hard workers. Mm-hmm. So it looks like this team is, um, you know, aiming more towards getting players like that to have a work ethic and that'll, you know, put in work day in, day out, which kind of sounds like the Patriots method to go. So I kind of like what Brian Flores is bringing here culture wise. Yes. So, so I enjoy that. It's not always about the big flashy names. It's about the dudes that will, you know, put their hand on the dirt and they'll go to work every day. And that's, I'm really liking this draft so far. Hopefully today we get a running back to today's day two, by the way, yeah. April 24th. Hopefully we get a running back and a safety. We really need a safety badly. I think we do need a running back pretty badly as well. But um, whatever they go, I trust the process for now. So far, I'm liking their ideology and where the team is headed. So we'll see. We'll see. So yep. Miami's uh, looking on the Miami's looking like they're on the rise. Hopefully the season actually starts on time because of this quarantine. So we'll Absolutely, see how that goes. Yeah. It's going to be a fun season to watch. Yeah, it's going to be fun forward to watch. it. I'm looking forward to our fantasy league. Yes, fantasy football yes, will be insane. The Chiefs actually drafted a running back yesterday, so that guy's probably going to be high on the draft boards. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's uh, let, me, let me write that down right now. I'm <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like people might over overdraft him. Like, might go, they might put him a bit too high. But I mean, he looks good. That guy, he's mm-hmm. he was LSU's running back last year. He was a baller. That guy's quick and fast. Yeah, man, I love him. all those LSU players that got drafted, like all those uh, wide receivers, they're they're, they're animals. Yeah, they're animals. Um, so uh, I, th- this season's gonna be fun. I'm I'm gonna get into it. I know I didn't watch too many games. I still placed third in our league. You know. You did. You did. I don't know how you do it. You actually do your re- – you genuinely do your research, and I think the fact that you have no emotional connection with anyone helps you That's out a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. So I d- all that means is that I'm making you a Dolphins fan this year, and you will fail now in fantasy because you will be more <laughs> tempted to draft our players. Oh, man. We'll see. You'll Tua? Tua? I mean, Tua this first year. Oh, he'll pro- he'll probably be – he won't get too much play time this first year. Yeah, I think he'll be redshirted. I think he will play eventually, but I feel like he won't really – play um until next season really sure well i i'd love to see him i love the hype and i'm sure he's gonna sell some jerseys in miami i i think you already pre-ordered yours oh i'm about <laughs> i really am <laughs> actually with this quarantine i haven't really been buying too many things for pleasure because it's just giving me some type of guilt i'm not gonna lie about that same i mean yeah like i feel like if i guilt buy is because i'm not working well i'm working actually so the bank account is looking decent it's go. It's picking back up. I'm happy yeah, about that. I was going out way too much before this and just spending money on stupid stuff. So I'm happy that I could kind of just lay back and not have to worry about that. Dang, going out without me. But, uh, oh, whoa, hold up. You're in Toronto. <laughs> You're living a better life than me right now. So don't don't hit me with this. Okay, okay. But um, but yeah, but so far I haven't really done anything except one time I really wanted Krispy Kreme donuts and I bought like two dozen. That was the only like little guilty pleasure I fed into. But other than that, like I haven't really done anything. I, feel, I don't know. I feel guilty for some reason. People are dying, Arn. I know. I know. <laughs> People really are dying, and I'm just like, I don't. I don't know. It feels weird to just enjoy my time a little too much. I know. I, I do. I do. I do feel guilty when you know I go on runs or if I have to go to the grocery yeah. store or something. Um, yeah. But I, I do it safely. And oh no, of course you have to. You have to. That's mm-hmm. not. You know, it's more of a mental thing than anything. You know, I I do it safely as well. Just you know, when I went on the Krispy Kreme run, I. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure to, you know, follow up pre- uh, all the guidelines and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Precautions and stuff. Yeah. So, last question. I want to ask one more question about football. You know, I'm taking my fantasy notes right now. Okay, how, how much? Right. 
how much of a hill do you think the Patriots have to climb in, the, in their rebuild now that they've lost uh, Tom Brady, their star? I genuinely think the Patriots have a game plan. They drafted out of the first round yesterday, which was a little surprising because they do need a lot of things right now. They need, well, I think they need to still find a number one wide receiver. I don't know about Nikhil Harry. Edelman is honestly getting old. I don't know how he'll perform without Brady. I think he was more of a product of Brady. Um, they don't have a tight end at all. Their tight end situation is horrible. They just traded Gronk, which, I mean, he wasn't coming to them, but, you know, they got something out of him, which is nice. Yeah. Their defense is still looking nice. Um, they did lose some linebackers. We actually got two of them, the Dolphins. So I'm like, I'm enjoying Van Noy. They're very smart players. They're very smart players. I like that. But um, I think they need to find their quarterback. And I don't think they're going to have a good season this year. But I do feel like they're stocking up on picks. And next year, I think they will get one of the two top quarterbacks in the draft, whether it be Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, which I like a lot. I love both of them a lot. To me, they're honestly neck and neck. Some people like Lawrence more, but I've seen Fields play. The Duke and ball. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. I think the Patriots don't have to go through. I mean, in Belichick, we trust if you're a Patriots fan. Like, that's they'll be fine regardless, in my opinion. It won't yeah. take long for them to go back to the top, as long as he's there. I, I, I agree. But, oh, Arn, I was actually going to tell you. Um, We only have a minute. We have less than a minute left. But, all right, give me five artists you're listening to right now. Because right I've now? been listening to a lot of new music, yes, right before we end this. Okay, so, you know, with that Instagram trend, everyone's posting their favorite albums. I put a few up. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, I'm listening to some Schumann, Schumann Fantasy, um, but that, that's, like, some personal okay. stuff. Uh, I'm always listening to um, – my friend put me on uh, the Collective, Collective Soul. He put our album out in 95, Kid Cudi, listening to the new, new song at midnight. Um, yes. And I don't know, to be honest, I haven't been uh, listening to, to too much music. I usually do it while I'm walking and, you know, I'm never walking. I haven't even worn shoes in like the last four weeks. But <laughs> shame on me for being a sneakerhead, right? Oh, oh shame on you for real. We'll get into that actually later on. Sneakerhead. Quote, unquote. <laughs> Quote, well, episode five. We got we to gotta keep, keep him that coming. I see you, Jose. We got to keep him coming. Um, but I don't know. I, a minute left. What, uh, um, okay, well, this, that's all from Arn and Vic. Vic, we'll find a name eventually, guys. Don't worry about that. All right, for now, we're going to use call him Poppy. Peace. All right, no, we're not. Peace. <laughs>